This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The following is a paid program. All right. Good Saturday afternoon, everybody. Can they hear me? Okay, I can't hear myself. I actually forgot my headphones in the car, and I have a different pair of headphones on, and I cannot hear myself at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, hey, that's okay. So um, wanted to uh, kind of remind everybody some of the things we do around Mosby all, all the time, and uh, – in the future coming up. So we, um, last week had our, uh, stuff, the truck, um, the, see, now it just came through when you plugged in over there on a different set of headphones. Yeah. It's like perfectly fine now. That's even weirder. (laughs) So, so, so my better half, Eric just plugged in a, uh, the producer just plugged in a set of headphones on the other other station and it totally well, this makes kicked sense in my headphones. I'm only getting one ear here, so I'm actually plugged in on the other side of the desk. Oh, okay. So it's you're not alone here. So so growing pains of the new stuff still probably and changes yeah. they're making and you know all that good stuff, but uh but that's okay, you know, the show must go on. So um as I was saying, we had our our stuff the truck event and uh, last week and and had a blast at that and had just a, a ton of people, clients, um, you know, people we work with, uh, other trade partners and, and employees and, you know, got a ton of food, a ton of gifts, a ton of toys for uh, the kids with cancer. Um, I think it was about almost 1,500 pounds of food that was uh, donated through us last Saturday. So um, that will certainly help a whole lot of people. So we, we love doing that stuff. We love giving back and we really enjoy uh, being able to do that every year. And I think it was the fourth year we did it. So we're going to hopefully keep that uh, tradition going on year after year. And uh, so we also have our uh, blogs that we put out all the time. If you ever go to our website there at uh, callmosby.com, you can scroll down and find all of our uh, blogs that we have uh, towards the bottom there. Um we have info on our seminars, so I'm sure next year we will have a whole new list of seminars that we'll come up with throughout the year on kitchens and baths and lower levels and just all the cool things that we do. So I invite everybody to you know head to our website and uh, scroll through there. You can find out everything about us. You can find out about all of our, our broadcasting blogs, Design Build 360 that we do. You can find all of our... Uh, you know, any podcast, things like that, that we do. So we have a lot of different things that we actually do throughout the year to get this information out there, as is just this particular show is a 
another avenue every Saturday, my favorite time of the, the week to come in and pretty much just promote what I do all week. It's kind of the exact same thing. I just want to help everybody. I just want to help you get through what's going on in your home. Any uh, issues, any remodeling projects, any DIY things that you have going on. And, and this is one of my you know, topics for today I, I wanted to go over was some, uh, you know, kind of HGTV, um, you know, talk about the unreal and the realistic shows of the home improvement shows and what they do. And, you know, I, I see a lot of this stuff and, and I see a lot of things that just really are kind of unrealistic to the actual world of remodeling and how they do it. So I thought I could run through some of that and would love to hear your stories or opinions or thoughts on, you know, how they do those shows and, and how helpful or not can they can they be or what have what have you seen? So for any type of questions or any comments on that, feel free to give us a call. Phone lines are wide open right now, 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797 if you're far away. So give us a shout and we can go over you know, these topics with you and uh, see what you have going on. I'd love for some of my topics today to be your topics on what you have. Uh, Other things I wanted to kind of go over if we have some time is, uh, you know, kind of a look back at 2018 and, you know, what were some of the top remodeling trends for the year? And, you know, what do we think is going to carry through into, um, you know, 2019, or maybe this will help you start to, you know, realize what, what should I think about in 2019 that was, you know, really good and popular and, and, and happening in 2018. And then we also have, uh, you know, basement ceilings. What are some of the different things you can do if you're working in your basement, finishing off a basement, you know, trying to create more space, um, ceilings, of course, they're up in the air and they could be one of the hardest things to work on in there. And, you know, so what are some ideas of how you can, you know, get those taken care of and, you know, just create a, a cool space for you and everything. So kind of got that on my list. Um, want to remind everybody also of the uh, gift card giveaway we do um, every week. And uh, so, we have a Stephanina's $25 gift card that we will give to one lucky caller. All you have to do is leave your name and a phone number when you call in, and we will put your name in a hat. Ask me a question on the air. I'll do what I can. Um, Scout's honor. Do my best to try and get a good quality answer for you. We can even dig into some of the listeners out there. We've had that a couple times where they've had, you know, their experiences or products that they've used that maybe I haven't seen yet that they can throw in and and help answer some of these questions. So your questions, your answers, whatever you got going on, give me a call, but we can get you in on that gift card and uh, we'll give one $25 gift card away at the, uh, at the beginning of next week. We'll just call you up. We'll, we'll pick a name out of a hat. We'll call you up, get your information, send it out to you. Easy peasy lemon squeezy, right? You just get right through it. Nothing to it. So give me a call. I think we'll jump into our first break here, and I'll uh, hopefully look for some phone calls here. 314-241-9797. All right, we are back, and we are having fun. We are going through this. want to just remind everybody to, you know, 
here to help you out. Would love to make this show your topics today. Um, and would love to hear from some people about um, th- this HGTV, you know, um, just the shows out there. You know, call me and let me know just some of the crazy things that, that you've seen on those shows that um, especially experienced people that watch them. You know, you can really pick up on some things that you're like, wow, that would never happen. Or, you know, that's that's not right. Or, you know, things like that. So I'd love to hear some of that stuff. So we're here for you right now, helping you out inside, outside your home, anything you got going on about the house, we've got what you need. 314-241-9797. Give us a shout. And, you know, just a quick reminder too of, um, you know, sometimes I kind of forget that, you know, hopefully there's new people coming on to listen and people tuning in that really haven't heard, heard the show or heard it a whole lot before. So, you know, for everybody out there, um, my name is Rich Orris. I am the host of this hour, Right at Home with Rich, and I work for uh, Mosby Building Arts. We are a full-service design, build, remodeling contractor. So, you know, to, to help and assist me, we have every single piece of remodeling on staff, hourly paid, you know, um, employees of the company to get through any type of remodeling project, no matter how big or small you have. So we have, you know, two licensed architects on staff. We've got all the designers and the drafters and all the people in place. We have a estimating department with three people that all they do all day, every day is estimate what it takes to, to build something, to perform construction. So we've got a, a large capacity and a lot of people and that's all the way through the field with all of our project managers, all of our field people. We have our own in-house uh, painting and drywall and bricklayers, plumbing and electrical. We're, we're licensed and all of that. So we can pretty much do everything. And when we work on a house, it's, it's 80, 90% of what's happening is our employees and very few trade partners that we're trying to piece in and get jobs done. So, you know, and, and we kind of take over some of that industry because of that level of service. And, and you know, why, why did we get our own brick mason? Well, we just weren't having a whole lot of luck with tuck pointers or brick masons on maybe smaller projects. When you do large projects, the plumbers and the masons and the people, you know, they're all on board. They want to do it. They want to get paid. They, you know, you get smaller things and it's just hard to communicate and get them in and, and get them to want to do it. And they might say they'll show up and then they don't. And, and it's just, you know, they've got something bigger and better to get to and they put you off. And these are some of the things that just kind of drive you crazy through, you know, those projects. So we find ourselves taking over these industries and also, you know, training on how to do it, how to do it properly and, and, and how to get through it right. So we've been through all sorts of certifications and trainings through the, the BPI, um, you know, Building Performance Institute, all these things that we've done in order to bring the most knowledge. So I've got a large capacity behind me to help me, you know, get through jobs and to get things correctly and to get them done right. So just a little background on what we're doing and why we're here and, and you know, why should we be here doing this? But I'm going to jump to uh, Ross on the phone here, has something for us. Ross, what do you got going on? Yeah, I was asking, um, how hard is it to add accent stones to a an existing home that doesn't have them? 
Um, so are you talking about on the exterior of the home? Yeah, I mean, a lot. I've seen a lot of homes with, uh, you know, the, some really cool accent stones that really bring out the home, and uh, I think mine would look really good with that. I've seen similar homes like to mine, um, but I'm, I've been kind of worried of trying to do it myself. But, um, but yeah, I was just wondering how difficult is, is that to do, and do you have to have a lot of skill to do that? Well, um, so it depends on the type of stone that you use for, you know, the, the skill level. If you're actually applying, you know, like a, a thin veneer stone that goes on with a mortar, um, you'll need a lot more, you know, ability to be able to mortar it in and, and get it right. If you, if you use one that's mortared on, but it's a dry stack, meaning you're not actually tuck pointing in between all the stones, you're just stacking them and gluing them to the wall. You still need to be good at masonry, but not as good as, you know, the finished surface that you need to see. But there's also, and what you, what you see a lot more, you know, lately is there's these products now that are like dry stack type stones, but they're on panels. They literally just hang on the wall. You just mount them to the wall and there's a couple different brands of them. Clipstone is one of them off the top of my head that I can think of. Um, but there's a couple different brands, and they basically come in sheets of, you know, they're kind of like put together on these metal tracks that are oh, okay. two foot wide or three foot wide and maybe two or three feet tall, and you screw them to the wall, and they clip to one another, and they create the pattern, and you can buy where they'll wrap around the corner, and that can really, you know, you just need to know how to, to cut them to make them fit, you know, where they are and everything. And that's going to be your least amount of, you know, skill and knowledge that you need in order to put that on. Um, and, and those, you know, they can look really good. They're making them look, it's not as, you know, before when it was like a panel that had these, like the brick panels are like four by eight sheets and stuff like right. that. And you could really look at the wall and go, yeah, that's something that's, you know, a panel applied thing. And now they're making them like this so that, you know, it's, you got to have a better eye, almost like right. a Mason's eye to look at it and say, yep, that's not the real thing. Um, and it really is the real stone and everything on these, you know, sheets that, that mount to it. And you can do them inside, like around a fireplace, you know, up, up to the ceiling and stuff there, mm -hmm. they have applications where you could put that in there and really dress up you know, your inside walls with that stone and everything. So a lot easier wow. to put on. Now outside, you, your skill comes away from that masonry. But the thing you got to think of is if you take off like siding, wood siding or vinyl siding or something like that, and you put these panels on and then you end the siding at the kind of the top of these panels and they'll make a cap too that kind of goes on. It'll look just like a regular stone cap. Um, you, you got to think about what's behind it. You know, that's where your skill really uh -huh. needs to come yeah. in because if you don't, if the wall behind it isn't right, flashed right, house wrapped right and working right or functioning right or where it all ends at the bottom where the water goes, water's going to get behind this stuff. And that's where you need to turn your, your smarts and your skill and your education onto what happens to that water once it starts getting behind it. You know, don't destroy the house because you made it look a little bit prettier, <laughs> you know, around the bottom three feet or something. So that's where that's I would, funny. that's where I would advise everybody to really put your focus. But yeah, look up, you know, st like Clipstone and, and some of them, you'll, and you'll find a, a couple of products that are 
really neat and a lot easier to apply. Thank you very much. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks for the call, Ross. That was a, you know, great question. And it leads into that whole, you know, citing thing of, um, what do you do behind there and all that? And that's, you know, today, like the rain, the things we're having, the cold, you really got to kind of, you know, watch out for that in a, in a pretty major way of when you do something like that, you know, what do you do behind it and how do you protect the home, you know, as best that you can. So, um, so we're here. Hey, want to remind everybody, uh, to, uh, just after that call with Ross to uh, give us a shout. And if you have any, you know, comments on this HGTV thing, that would be great too. 314-241-9797. And so kind of getting into this, you know, realistic home improvement, you know, realistic TV, um, you know, on all these home improvement shows, you know, when you watch these shows and I'm guilty of this too, and they are entertaining and, and, you can get some really good ideas from them and and you really could get some inspiring ideas that you're like, Oh, that's so neat. Or I've never seen that. And you know how they got through it. So if you're watching some of these, you know, fixer up or flip or flop, all these different shows, it can really make you feel like, um, it's not that hard, you know, really makes you feel kind of empowered to say, I think I could probably do that. That didn't seem like it was, you know, that difficult. Um, you know, to get through and everything. And, you know, there, there's a lot to think about before you really just start into something like that and, and really, you know, what, what's going to happen when you try and do this, you know, home improvement, the kind of the DIY thing yourself. And so as I watch these shows, you know, I see things, you know, going on that you're like, that's just not, realistic. It's kind of unrealistic. Um, and it's just not necessarily the way that it happens in the field that we really perform work all the time. So, you know, some of the things that's actually kind of, you know, wrong with what they, what I feel is wrong with what they do on these HGTV, you know, realistic shows is, you know, the very first thing that I always look at and think of, and because we're design build and because you know, we put so much effort into figuring it out up front and knowing everything that you need to do in order to get it the best way possible right and design right um, is the preparation of planning. When you watch these shows, and, and I see it all the time myself, they'll come in, they'll they'll demo a kitchen, and then they'll walk through and the guys are ripping out cabinets and stuff. And they'll say, okay, well, let's go pick out cabinets. Let's go look at the layout. Let's go, you know, they start designing this stuff and they're really like the cabinets are out and they haven't even picked out a color yet, which is extremely unrealistic for, you know, when, when you literally order cabinets, it can take six weeks to get these cabinets. So if, if, if Mosby came in your house and the day we were demoing said, let's go pick out the color of the cabinets we're going to have a massive delay, you know, from the start to the finish of this project, right in between waiting for cabinets, countertops, stuff like that, you know, to arrive and, and, and to just be ready to go. So that's to me is one of the biggest ones of, I think they're trying to make it dramatic for TV and they're doing a lot of this planning up front and they're just kind of, but it's given a false perception, I think, you know, throughout um, also the, the other one I noticed the other day was, you know, how, how to demo, 
watching them demo um, and literally just, you always see it. They go in the kitchen, they take a sledgehammer and they just start ripping through cabinets and knocking stuff around. And you, you see him, he had to have busted his knuckles on that cabinet when he, when he swung that, you know, hammer like that. And that's just not how we demo a kitchen. You know, sledgehammers have a good use in certain, you know, implications and, they, but we go in, the countertops come out, you unscrew the cabinets, you take them off the wall. You can actually donate them at times. You can do, so it's not always this crazy dramatic, just start knocking stuff around, kicking holes in walls and, and all of that with these big sledgehammers and everything. That's another kind of unrealistic thing that professionals just don't do that. And I think they're just obviously trying to make it look cool for TV and everything. So, so I'm going to, we got a hard break here, but I'm going to pick this back up when we, when we get back. And I want to remind everybody, if you've got anything or you have any questions around the house, give us a shout. 314-241-9797. I used to be All right. We are back. We are here to help you. It's a, it's a nasty rainy day. Uh, I know you probably got some leaks, some foundation stuff, some issues going on with all this, you know, ground soaking um, rain that that we've had the past, you know, few days, the past week. Um, if you've got anything like that you want to talk about, you want to hear maybe the the ways to take care of that, um, or anything going on around your house, or maybe you're trying to, you know, get some DIY, DIY work done you know, prior to Christmas real quick and, and spruce some things up before the guests and everything. You need any help, you need any advice, I'm here for you. I'm here to help. I want to make your topics, this this show's topics. So give me a shout, feel free, 314-241-9797. Or if you're far away, 866-455-9797. We'd love to help you out today. And uh, I know there's a ton of people out there that have, you know, been watching the, these HGTV shows with me and, and seeing some of the, the crazy stuff going on. So if you have anything for, um, uh, for yourself that, that you've seen that you'd like to share with all the listeners, we'd love to hear it. 314-241-9797. And uh, so, so I'm going to continue through my list here of, you know, some, some watching some of these shows and you know, just the what I was going over some of the strange things that you see in being a professional. I, I see a ton of this stuff where I'm just like, oh, you know, and, and the unprofessional eye might not really pick up on it. So, you know, my first was that uh, not planning the job, the perception of, of how they, you know, do not plan a job. Um, how they demo was another one of tearing things out and, and how you actually perform that. And I think, you know, when they do that demo, that's another thing that they're just trying to make it look neat and dramatic for, for TV, but that's just not how it usually happens out in the, in the real world. Um, so the, the, one of my other favorites, the next on my list here is when, when something goes wrong, um, and they always do this and, you know, they're into this whole thing and, they find stuff behind the walls and they, they find things and, oh, the plumbing stack was here and we didn't know and all of this stuff. And, you know, um, I, I, I hope that this one is actually a, a dramatic for TV thing, but I know that in, in, in actual remodeling, it's not always because um, I see it all the time where I'm not sure if it's just 
inexperienced and don't know what to look for or how to find it, or if it's, you know, laziness and I don't want to go through all that. I'll worry about it later after we're, you know, performing the work, but you see it and you hear it all the time. They demo stuff out and bam, there's the plumbing pipe or there's some ductwork. We're going to remove this wall and there's ductwork there. And, you know, I actually had a, a friend of mine that was doing some work that did the exact same thing. He came to me and said, yeah, we're, you know, we're tearing out this wall and, and I even put it in their, their agreement, you know, that said, it even said in the scope that, you know, we're not changing any plumbing, any electrical or any, you know, HVAC stuff. We'll just have to see what's in there once we get into it. And lo and behold, all three were in the wall. They wanted to open up and there you go. You know, all of a sudden your job now is three times what you thought it would actually cost to get through because they got to move a plumbing vent, they got to move some electrical, and they got to move some HVAC and reroute that. And, you know, HVAC is actually one of the tougher ones, too, that you really got to think about how you do that right and not restricting that air, you know, going to where it needs to go. It's something we do opening up load-bearing load walls all the time. Um, and I actually had another client of mine where, you know, they were going to open up a big load-bearing opening, you know, in a, in a load-bearing wall between the kitchen and, and the dining room. And they were even having, they, they had somebody out at first, and they cut through the wall to see what was in it, and they cut through some of the stuff in the basement. And w when they had me out to take a look at it, because they just were feeling uncomfortable with, with what was happening in the results, well, I realized in, in taking some measurements in the house and looking around that, the stuff they were opening up in the basement was actually in the wrong area. It wasn't even in the right room. So what they were seeing, they were confused by what they were seeing from the basement to the first floor wall. And obviously I, I get why, because it wasn't the same stuff. So once we got into the right area and started to see what it truly was, we could figure out what we needed to do to reroute all this, you know, HVAC and, and all that. So there's a, there's a very important way to do that right. Um, and to know what you're doing through there. But the, the real point is these things can be figured out. You can, you can drill holes and put cameras in the walls. You can look from underneath. You can look from above. You can, there's ways to investigate and figure out. And that's kind of what we do in this design build world is, you know, figure out what those three items, if they're in that wall or not, you know, before you get too far into it, Would you know, if you, if you had a job going, and they said, yep, I could take that wall out for 10000 And you were like, perfect, that's great. And then you found out it was twenty or thirty in the end because of all the stuff they found in the wall. You know, how would how does that affect you? And how would that have maybe affected your first decision to even go into it? If someone came in and said, nope, this is going to be 30000 and this is why, you might go, whoa, all right, that's a bit above my budget. I might hold off on that. So, you know, there's there's a lot of reasons to figure that stuff out and we, I see that, you know, on almost every episode of all these shows. Um, so, so another big one I've seen that really, you know, brought my eye one day, um, and this one is, uh, the safety on the site. It's, you know, we're talking like OSHA safety standards, you know, the things they hold us to, it almost kills me sometimes to see this stuff on TV. Um, and some of it is, you know, how they're demoing just like, knocking out the legs of a roof and watching it fall down with, with sledgehammers and stuff. And you're so close to it. You don't have proper equipment. 
Um, I even watched one, and, and I'll even call them out, of uh, it was on that uh, Fixer Upper, the Chip and Joanna Gaines. Um, so, so Chip was running a table saw with no guard, with no safety glasses, and, and a, his kid that looked about 12 years old or something, four feet away. And I'm just looking at it thinking, oh, my gosh, OSHA would bury us for, you know, doing something like that. And these people are on TV, you know, broadcasting it um, and, and nothing, you know, apparently nothing, you know, happens. So it, I was quite amazed with that when, when I saw it. And I'm like, wow, you know, that's you think they would they would see these episodes and beyond that stuff and try and get them to show what it really takes. Um, so. So another big one for me is, you know, how's it really done and who really does it? Um, and, and I've seen a couple of them where um, I watched one years ago. Um, it was another couple. I can't even remember their name. It was probably 20 years ago. And they were doing an episode building this giant, like, twelve or 15,000 square feet or whatever, like, pole storage barn. Um, and they were on a on a crane installing these big steel poles posts and everything and they were they put in you know 15,000 feet of ceramic tile square feet i mean just absolutely huge and, and i loved it on theirs because at the end of the show they actually showed in, in like a fast track thing right at the end and said now we're going to show you how it was really done and he got out of the crane and the real crane operator got in and all these guys swarmed around and they got all the posts put in and, you know, they showed them putting down tile and then they walk away and then like 20 tile setters come in and they're like running out, you know, 15, 20,000 square feet of tile. Cause you know, me and my wife putting in a ceramic tile square foot, you know, 20,000 square foot floor would take like an entire year probably, you know, to, to get something like that accomplished. Um, so it was kind of cool to watch that. And I also saw a speaker, um, because we go to a lot of events and, and things, you know, throughout the year um, in education and all that. And, and one of the, the seminars I was at a couple years ago had a speaker and he was one of the guys that hosted one of these shows. And he was really funny because he was telling us, you know, how they really do all that. And he's, you know, he says, so he basically, you know, walks in and, and he says he sets his coffee down and, and gets on one knee with a hammer and he says, then the producer looks over and says, nope, move the coffee cup further away. It's in the shot. So they move it further away and they look at him and he's, he hits the, the nail with the hammer and says, and looks up and says, and that's how it's done. And he says, that's my whole cooperation in, in the entire process was that. And everyone else built everything that was happening. And he's like, I, he actually stopped performing work the day he started performing that show. So you know, they show them doing this, but majority of them, it is not the people actually doing that show. You know, um, they're not performing the work. Um, so another big thing that kind of, you know, comes right into that is how long does it take? Um, how would it, re you know, what would it really take to get projects like that done? And I know everybody's seen the show where the, you go to Disney World, they send them on like a week vacation and they come completely renovate the entire house, you know, all the way through while they're gone for like a week or whatever. Um, and, and, you know, there is things that just take time in letting mud dry and, you know, tile setting dry overnight and, and things like that. And, 
you know, I've watched them where they're setting tile on the wall and they're grouting it. And you can literally see the tile move as they're grouting the tile and you're think, looking at it and you're kind of going, okay, so that's not even set up. So how, you know, how's that going to last in the future? You know, so there's thing, and if you use quick set stuff, it's not always the best product for every application and, and, you know, doing drywall and different things like that. So, so they diminish lasting value of a project and the quality of that project by trying to perform it so fast that it's just not done as, as well as it, you know, absolutely should be, you know, taken care of. So that's another big disclaimer I like to throw out to people where it's like, you know, they show this stuff and then I show up in someone's house and they're like, man, why would it take, you know, four months to, to do a project like that? Or, you know, seven or eight months to renovate every room in an entire house, you know, throughout or something like that. And it's like, cause you just, it's just not how it's done. They're, they're setting some false expectations, you know, on those timelines to people, I think. So I think we're going to get into our final break here. I'll finish up my, my list when we come back, but if you have any questions or any, any ideas on that, We'll be here. We can take your call. We'll have plenty of time in the last segment. 314-241-9797. All right. Here we go. This is the last segment. This is the last chance to get in. Um, Tell your story about HGTV with me. I'd love to hear it or ask me any question about your house. I want to remind everybody about the uh, Stefanina's uh, gift card giveaway, that $25 gift card to Stefanina's Italian Pizzeria Restaurant. It's a great place. You'll get a great meal. We'll pick somebody at the beginning of the week. We'll pull a name out of the hat. Um, So just leave your name, leave a number. When you call in, ask me a question on the air, and uh, we'll get through you. And then at the beginning of the week, we'll pick a winner out of the hat, and we'll just call you up, get your information, and we will send that gift card right to you. Super easy, great, great place to eat. I absolutely love it. Um, So speaking of the phones, uh, I'm going to jump on there. We got Rich on the line. Do you have a question for us, Rich? Yeah, uh, not a question, but a statement. Oh, yeah, sure. Having a... been a general contractor, it's much cleaner and much less screwing around to remove the cabinets and the sinks and stuff than it is to just rip them out. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And how you control, you know, dirt and dust and, and all the stuff going on in the house, you know, and doing that or, or water breaking and spraying everywhere. Um, yeah, that's... That's absolutely why, you know, I was just was watching one about three weeks ago and they just started busting through all that stuff. And I'm thinking that is just not even, you know, yeah. what we do and, in the real world. And to do a, a total house remodel in a week. Yeah. You break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, uh, it's, it's pretty it's crazy. Find, you know, you look at the age of a house and if there's not been any uh, remodeling done at all, you can just figure that it's going to be new, but uh, knob and tube, electrical, yeah, clay piping, and uh, you're going to have problems with your with your sewer. And if you look, you can find you can figure out where the heck the uh, the ductwork is by where the vents are. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, if you go through the steps, 
you can locate these things and know. And if you yeah. take the time up front, and, and to, to me, it's about really giving people the right information up front so they know yeah, what they're up against. The pilot is, and you know damn well you got a stack behind it. Oh, yeah. And if you go downstairs, you can see the stack. And if you, like you said on your previous one, if you look at the right wall, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know where these things are. Yep. And most stacks are not on an interior wall, but on an exterior wall. Yeah. And it's much, much easier to, uh, uh, to do the job if you just go and do a little investigating up, up front. Yeah, so it sounds like you're probably a little bit like me in the way of, do you watch these shows every now and again, but then it's just like half the stuff they're doing just like drives you crazy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a son that used to help me uh, in the demolishing portion. Uh-huh. And he meant nothing to, but to knock the crap out of stuff. You know, yeah. he'd tear into something with a sledgehammer, and I'd come back and he'd be done. He'd say, oh, look at this. I'm done, Dad. I said, yeah, now what are you going to do with all the trash you build up? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of unscrewing from the wall and taking your time, taking doors out, you can pull walls apart without, you know, tearing them up. Or you got nails sticking up. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's something we see all the time with, you know, clients wanting to do their own demo and you got to kind of remind them that if you tear drywall out of the, out, off the studs, there, you got to take all those thousand screws out too. You oh yeah. Just, you know, ha- so it's there's way more into it than gets seen or shown. You know, as they're recording and, and doing all this stuff and and making it, you know, entertainment. I think people need to realize that this stuff is also entertainment. You know, well, so don't you, take it all always, as fact. You can always repurpose cabinets. Yeah. Oh man, I'm. That's, oh yeah, we got a lot of field guys and cabinets go in garages and laundry rooms and, you know, you paint them up or whatever. And, oh yeah, Yeah. there's somebody's, you know, what's it? Somebody's trash is someone else's treasure or whatever. And that's, you know. You you bet. Absolutely. So, hey, Rich, I appreciate the call. I appreciate the opinion. Um, And hopefully you gave him a phone number, everything, got your name on the list. So you got a 50-50 chance at this gift card right now. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Take care, my friend. All right. Thanks for listening. Um, so, yeah, those are all definitely, you know, great points. And, and just it, it is kind of good to hear from someone else in the profession that, that kind of feels the same way, you know, about, about all of this um, for sure. So um, so another one on my list here is um, something they, they don't set the expectation very well is, you know, what's the real return on investment to a project? And this is another one where, you know, you can check like cost versus value report from remodeling magazine, some studies and some things like that, that we, you know, these, these companies study everything that happens in remodeling throughout the country. And and of course I'm, I'm literally talking here about the, the love it or list it um, show being completely unrealistic on some return on investments where, you know, every show they, they go through and they, Oh, your house is worth four hundred thousand dollars, and they they put a hundred thousand dollars worth of work into it, and instantaneously this house is worth six hundred now. And I'm like, just you know, you just don't uh, you don't get a hundred percent, you know, return on investment from a remodeling project right off the bat, selling next week. You just you just don't. You really never did. 
Um, so to assume that you might get 120 or 40 or 50 percent return really doesn't make any sense in my eyes on how they're, you know, doing that and, and what they're coming up, you know, with how that stuff really works. I'd love to see the real figures on what happens when they actually, you know, if they actually sell these houses or not, you know, what are they really, you know, walking away with and coming out with? Cause I find a lot of those hard to, uh, to believe, you know, that they're really getting that much out of that house. So, but I'm going to jump back on the phone here to, uh, Kim is on with us. Kim, you got a question? Um, yeah, we just had a grandbaby born to our family uh-huh. um, eight, eight months ago, and um, I'm hearing all this stuff about anchoring furniture, and um, I know that you can't anchor everything, but uh, is there a rule of thumb that you use on what to anchor? Um, you know, I, honestly, I'd say it's probably anything that's taller than a child, any dresser, okay. you know, that's that's you know, three, four feet high, any bookshelf, anything that, that can possibly, you know, want to tip over. And, and generally I'd look for things, think about them climbing. So like dressers, they pull open a drawer and they step on the drawer, Mm -hmm. you know, um, that's why like ovens, they, they have those feet and it's like required now that, you know, the, the, the clamp on the back foot keeps that oven, you know, from, they open the door and then they stand on the door and then the oven flips over. Um, so, so, you know, shelves, bookshelves, they try and climb them off they go. So anything taller than them and anything, you know, that they could want to climb is really what I would look for. And, And the biggest key to anchoring that, that stuff is, you know, everybody knows they, they get the little anchor kit and they, they find the stud and, and they hit the, the stud real well in the wall and everything, but you really got to look at what you're screwing into on the piece of furniture because a lot of furniture is cheap and it's press board and stuff like that. So if you got a three-quarter inch piece of wood and you put a screw that's a half inch long into it, it that may not hold the weight. You may want to actually go all the way through that board with like a nut and a bolt, you know, that okay. really clamps to it because that press board can just kind of split and fall apart on you. So it's just as important to watch how you mount it to the furniture than it is to how you, as as it is to mounting it to the wall. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. No, you're very welcome. Thank you. Very, uh, very good question there and something that we should all definitely be uh, concerned with. So I'm going to get to uh, Bob here has a comment for us, I think. Bob, are you there? Uh, Yeah, I'm here. I'd like to make some comments for the gentleman that, that called in uh, first thing on the show tonight uh-huh. on your show. Anyway, uh, I went through having stones added to the front of my house, uh-huh. and uh, I got the stones from a, a stone store uh-huh. up in Redbed, Illinois, and they were very knowledgeable about the stones. The main thing that I learned from the uh, Masonite that uh, put the stones on the house that worked through them, and uh, anyway, uh, you have to have stones... And these are man-made stones, and they do hold up real good. I've had in the house about five years now. Uh-huh. But anyway, uh, the, the biggest trick is they have to have large holes in the back of the stones on a flat surface. The, the, the reason for that is the mortar, the glue that's mixed in with the mortar, is it's what holds those stones on. Yeah. And he was showing me that a lot of these new stones and stuff that they're making, there's very little bit of... A, pot marks in there and that he said in time the water gets behind them they'll pop them right off and uh, it it was a very educational uh, 
improvement. And a big thing, too, is the cornerstones. You want to make sure you get your cornerstones, and that's your, where you have your accent. Yeah. And also, uh, just give an idea and let, let the Masonite, because he has the eye, like you said earlier, he has the eye to see this and what will make it all look in balance. And that. So that's just what I like to make, and I hope the guy finds a good Masonite and a good, honest uh, distributor that's chosen the proper stones and, and yeah. how it should be put on. No, I mean, having that profession, you know, that professional per- person that knows all of those little tricks and secrets and, you know, what's best, it, it's what I talk about with people all the time. It's how much lasting value are you getting out of that product, you know? Yeah. And that's why, like, what I was kind of ad- advising him towards was that, that clipstone and stuff, they make it very easy to install and look nice, but you got to really know what to do behind it because now you're really letting water in. You don't have any mortar or anything. And, you know, so it's taking the focus away, make it easier. You don't really need the Mason, but now you, if you don't do your wall right behind it, or, you know, it's not flash, right. You can literally destroy the wall. And then you got all these nice looking stones and, and no wall. What good are you? Yeah. You know? He put all the stones on and he come back and he put mortar in there. And then, uh, I put a sealer on her to seal the water and it, uh, it worked out real nice. I get a lot of compliments from my neighbors and everything. After yeah. I put on. Yeah, no, it does look great, and, and and I do appreciate the call, and it's a very very good point, Bob. Uh, I appreciate that very much, and we're getting uh, we're getting pretty close to to the end here. Um, so I want to just throw out a, the the last couple things real quick. Is you know some of the things that these shows what do these what does the job really cost? Something to think about, and the other thing to think about is where are they? Where is that home? So what they're performing does it really matter to where you're at? Um, so, hey, I want to thank everybody for the calls and had a great time, and I will talk to everybody next week. Get more at 971talk.com.